0: Hello again, everyone. My name is David Bastl, and this is the Real Estate Edition podcast. Coming up on this episode, we chat with Jazz Takar. He's a realtor, podcast host, and author. We talk about what all realtors can do right now to create more business and create a business around your life. But before we get to the interview, be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening today, and we thank you for doing so. Now, our conversation with Jazz.
1: You're listening to this month's episode of The Real Estate Edition with host David Bastel.
0: Guys, let's let's start off by telling uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself—not what we're talking about today, but some background and uh, everything that you've kind of encountered on your way.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, so, licensed now for coming up to eight years here in Ontario. Uh, have a team of fifty-four agents. We're up to between the two organizations that I have here at this office, which is the real estate. Uh, uh, team as well as my media team, we're up to a little over fourteen people now in terms of support staff. Um, and sales has been my my jam. You know, like I've I've really not I've had no other gig. You know, maybe may, I had a little stint as a busboy as a sixteen year old. Um, but <laughs> haven't um, we all? Eh? Yeah, right. Um, which actually taught me a lot. To, to believe it or not, um, but. It's 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 been sales for me, man, like I got hooked onto this drug, for a lack of a better word, at, at the age of six and seven, like I was the kid that put up his hand to help with the book fair and and, you know, selling not that I celebrate Christmas, but uh, selling, you know, door to door Christmas ornaments and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just loved it. Looking back, I think it was a way for me to get out of class um, because s- school in that formal setting yeah. wasn't it's not how I learn. Um, but that's it, man. And then, and then shoe sales. Um, um, I worked at the bank for a little bit in sales and service car sales for three years and now real estate for, for coming up to 18 years. It's, it's, it really is. And you know, the guys and gals that are listening to this podcast, I mean, I'm going to, it's safe to say they're either real estate agents and mortgage brokers, but like I owe so much to the real estate industry because it gave me a shot. Like it gave me it gave me the opportunity, especially that kid that didn't have the formal education. I was able to get into real estate, create wealth, which I think every agent and every mortgage broker should be looking at. Um, and then and then grow this team, which is it's just cool to see when you got a big team of. 65, 68 people, it's nice to see their growth.
0: Now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's get into that a little bit. So uh, when doing research on you, you speak a lot about the importance of white glove service as a, a realtor. Can you talk about uh, why is that and why is that so important?
1: Yeah, I think I think for a couple of reasons, David. Number one is you need to differentiate yourself, right? We have, what are we at now with Aurea? I think like a little over 80,000, right? Um, if you look at the country of Canada, there's over and 20, 25,000 real estate agents, 1.6 million in North America. Right. Right?
0: Substantial numbers.
1: Throw a stone outside this window, you'll hit a real estate agent. We know this, right? So you have to figure out ways to differentiate yourself. And so what we started to do in our team, we're under the umbrella of Roller Page Signature, is, is A, lead with education. Give away all the information. Teach people how to buy on their own. Teach people how to sell on their own. Teach people how to invest on their own. Why? Because that information is readily available anyways. There's a couple of sites, Google and YouTube, yeah. that people can get all the information. And so why not you as the agent or the mortgage broker become the, 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 the messenger, so to speak, of that information and education? Let people make an informed decision. Whenever they're ready to do business with you, they'll come back to you. Right. But that's not enough, in my opinion. What you have to also do is become a resource. This is where the white glove service talk comes in, where if you can be the hub for your network, your clients, your community, your, 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 your sphere, your family and friends, whatever you want to call it, in terms of like if someone needs a, a landscaper, if someone needs a, a painter, they need an electrician, if you can become that resource, you start to become top of mind. Yes. And it's not about when somebody wants to buy, sell, or invest, because that's what I think most agents do. They call and say, hey David, are you thinking about buying, selling, and investing? What's the chances of the stars aligning that day that you make that phone call, and he's ready to buy? Yes. It? <laughs> right? Like it's, it, does it happen? Sure. But what if you can actually set up a resource, what we call, and I'm, I want people to take this from you. Like, it's not ripping me off if I'm telling you to do it. We have what we call a, is, is a real estate concierge service. Absolutely free for our clients. There's no cost for it any one of our 11,362 people that I've been nurturing now for coming up to 18 years, they can call on us for that landscaper, that painter, that electrician. And what starts to happen is as they start to make those phone calls to us, those emails, those DMs, those text messages, we now can go back out and say, hey, David, now that we took care of that, in terms of the landscaper, where's your headspace at? Like with what you're hearing, and, and watching in, in, in the news in terms of what's happening in the marketplace. So start with giving value, and then you can have the opportunity to actually ask for the business.
0: Yeah. So you touched on this a, a little bit about with your last answer, but how can realtors begin to implement um, some of those things that you spoke about or other similar tactics to enhance that customer client uh, experience itself?
1: I think there's a couple of ways. One, um, scream it from the rooftops. And, and, and what I mean by that is, is stop trying to be a secret agent, right? This is not 007, like you need to let people know that you're in the business and you do that by a couple of different avenues. Number one is in today's day and age, 20, you know, going into 2023, you need to be on the seven to eight different platforms that everyone spends all their time on. I don't like the fact that my email open rate is down to 30%. 16 years ago, 17 years ago, I was closer to 85% email open rate. It's down to 30%. That means <laughs> out of my 11,000 people, 70% of people are somewhere and they're on this phone, this device on those seven to eight platforms, and that's where you need to produce content. Now, I think the best way to do that is video personally, because people get to see you, they, 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 they can make the decision on if they like your style or not. You don't have to start there. If I could wave a magic wand, I would want all realtors to produce video like five times a day. But if you have insecurities around it, then you could do what we're doing right now. An audio podcast. Someone's taking their dog for a walk right now. They're on the treadmill. We're allowing them to consume the content the way that they decide to consume it. Right. So there's the video. There's audio. And then there's the written word. I mean, look, I know there's you know, chapters in Indigo are not as big as they used to be, but Amazon sells tons of books. So that means there's still a lot. There's a thirst for people to read. So write long form in terms of in in, in in terms of content and getting out there, educating people about your services. And then the number one way though, in all honesty, is picking up the phone and calling people. Yeah. Still and
0: old school. It is. It's it's <laughs> you
1: know, call it belly to belly, call it, call it just picking up old school and just, you know, it's a, it's the best exercise a salesperson can do is pick up the phone. Now, back to what I said earlier. I know it's tough for people to call their friends and family and ask for business, and I get that. Don't ask for the business. Provide them with a service. Give them some type of value and invite them to an event. I think, I think you know that's something that most agents, there's massive white space right now in, in terms of, because we're going back post-pandemic, in terms of having one-on-one and 15 people in a room and 100 people in a room, live events. You bring people in not to sell them on something, to educate them on something in terms of buying, selling. I like to focus everything on in and around creating wealth in real estate. And then from that, you can start to talk about your services. Yeah,
0: I kind of fit it in there. And
1: that's... that's it, right? Like, like literally, you can just have a survey at the end of the event that says, what did you think about the event? What did you think about the speakers? Can you give us some more ideas? Oh, and by the way, we have this real estate concierge service where we can provide you with a plumber, electrician, at no cost. Yeah. And I know what the agent right now, David, is thinking as they're driving. They're like, dude, I don't got time for this. Or, or, or how am I going to put this together? Again, Google Toronto Landscapers pick up the phone, call them, say, hey, David the Landscaper, are you looking for new business? You are great. I got people that might be thinking about needing your services, can I introduce you to them? Yeah, I want no kickbacks, I don't want any of that. All I need you to do is provide them with white glove service. If you're okay with that, David, now that I have you on the phone really quickly, do you mind giving me your opinion on some of the marketing that I'm doing, i.e. through email? Hey, are you on socials? Let's connect. You also now just added David into your 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 database as well, right? Sure. And on the other side, you now can introduce way that your 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 person in your database to David the landscaper. It all kind of fits all together once you can start to see the big picture.
0: Yeah, pretty big puzzle after exactly after a while. So, exactly. Uh, you touched on t- some of them, but let's get more into what tips you would offer uh, a new realtor or an experienced realtor depending, you know, no matter what it is, uh, of trying to take their careers to the next level. How would you advise
1: that? Yeah, so number one is, I think, to the newer agent. The newer agent, look, I can only talk about what I did. The first thing that I did when I got into the business, I looked for the the person who was doing it at the highest level. And the reason is, is because I knew I could cut some of my, my learning curve in half by joining a team. I always say this in content if you if if you can't get a seat at the table go get coffee for people at that table yeah right because you're going to immerse yourself into into this new language it might be the new language of sales to you or it might just be the new language of real estate in general right contracts negotiations how do you put a listing together all that the marketing the pricing and all that where somebody's doing it at a high level wow imagine if you can just get you know, some of those tips and hear some of those conversations that are being had. So I would say get to a team, even if it's like 50% you're going to make of your commission because you got to give it to the team member. Heck, look, this might sound weird to a lot of people, even at the start, if you had to like get nothing, like if you got paid zero. Personally, looking back, I would have paid the guy for the stuff that I got to hear because I actually got to see and hear actual negotiations happening. So That's to the, to the newer agent. The seasoned agent, someone who's maybe just having a tough time right now because the market has shifted, you're like, people are not Googling real estate as much. If you Google Google trends in and around real estate, the numbers have dropped because not everyone's thinking about buying, selling, or investing right now, especially with what's happening in the market. So What would I suggest to that person is start to educate them, your clients, your network, through events, and through content creation. The number one way to produce content and the easiest way to produce content is to be a host on a podcast. I really like you, David, I do, but your job right now is a little easier than mine. Quite a bit. Right, because you're hosting me. Absolutely. you got your seven, eight questions that you're probably gonna touch on with everyone. I'm doing the heavy lifting.
0: Oh yeah, you're talking three quarters of the time. Exactly, right? <laughs> Even more. Even more,
1: right? <laughs> well, if you let me go, I'm gonna, I, I sometimes like the sound of my own voice, right? <laughs> Seasoned agent. Newer agent as well. Best way to create content right now is to start a podcast. Not to become the next Joe Rogan. That's not what I'm talking about. Is I want you to control the narrative of the conversations that are being had in people's homes. And the best way to do that is to sit down with industry experts. It could be your broker of record. It could be another agent in the office that's doing really well with investing into pre-construction condos or multiplexes. It could be your real estate lawyer, your mortgage advisor, your, your, your home inspector. You bring in the landscaper yeah. as well and talk about, talk about certain things that you should be doing for the fall. I'm a homeowner. I suck at 98% of stuff and 110% of things in and around my home. I would love if somebody just educated me on some small things that I need to do around the home. Not through some type of email, but an actual conversation. You take that recording, and this is where most people get lost. You take that recording, and now you send it to your database. It's something different than just sending out an email. Sure. Right? You text it to your database. Hey, I just sat down with David, the mortgage broker, and we talked about what these interest rate changes possibly mean to you you send out that recording. Then after that, you can really get into the magic of what I call repurposing, slicing and dicing. Take your 40 minute conversation, slice it into seven to eight pieces of little video, take out the audio, throw that on iTunes and Spotify and all the other 150 podcast platforms, do some images, take the audio, put that into a software that spits out the transcription. You now have a blog that you can send out to your database. Right? So, so I think the, 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 the two, three top things that a new age in our season, get on the phone call, everybody, check in on them, tell them about your real estate concierge service, start a podcast, again, not to be like a podcast star, so you can control the narrative. And then number three is put on educational events every quarter. Every quarter. Yep, four times a year. Clockwork. And you don't need to blow the bank. Like, if you can't do it in your office, you can rent out a hotel, uh, a conference room it's not ten thousand bucks it's like five seven hundred bucks okay and then get some wine get some cheese maybe right and that's an extra couple of hundred dollars here's some news for you if you do it with a mortgage broker maybe he or she can chip in with you as well split the cost because sure. they're gonna get access to people with bums in the seats and you're gonna be educating them so those are the three things phone calls educational uh, 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 content on, on on those five to six platforms best way to do that is through a podcast and the number three is educational events.
0: Pretty good formula but I, I'm guessing that when you first started off there's uh, a lot of things you probably didn't do oh. that you do today oh. so so let's go back there and say uh, you know uh, what you know in a, in, a, in a roundabout sense what do you wish you knew when you started that you know today?
1: Um, I wish I grew a team around me quicker.
0: Okay.
1: And 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 it doesn't need to be um look I got like, as I mentioned, 15, 16 support staff now. And they're all full-time. I'm just looking around. Yeah, they're all full-time. Um, at the start, I could have got started with maybe an intern sooner. I could have got a part-timer. Like, you don't have to go full-time right away. And it's brick by brick you build it, right? So one person. I wish I got my executive assistant the day I got out of the... The, the day I came out of Vareo. Right. Why? Because I was doing silliness that I'm not good at like I you know now I'm at a place 17 years 18 years down the road I don't have a computer I haven't touched a computer in five years okay I don't even have an authenticator my team and this is not to impress anyone my team of 54 agents and I we do we help a little over 700 families every year so we do a lot of business I personally out of the 700 still do about 200 to 250 from this desk and I don't have an authenticator I'm not telling that telling people that because I think I'm cool. It's because I've delegated the things that I don't like to do or I'm not good at. The executive assistant, the job of a real estate agent right now. So if you're driving, you might want to pull over because this, I need you to think about this. Your job is two things. Meet as many people as you possibly can in person or digitally, and then help them buy, sell, and invest. Everything in, every, everything in between at one point needs to be delegated out because chances are you became a real estate agent you know because somebody probably said you got the gift of gab and you're so good with people and you should get in the business right nobody grows up wanting to be a real estate agent like a fireman or something right (laughs) no one if you are you're more like okay it's it's different for sure and because you probably like have 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 you know, you're comfortable with meeting with people, just do that. Because I know so many real estate agents that I've come across. Man, English is like their sixth language, bro. Right? But yet, they're doing 100 deals a year. Why? Because they know one thing. I need to meet as many people as I possibly can and I need to follow up. Right. All the money, like everybody wants more leads. I actually think if I drop 90% of agents with leads, they'll drop the leads because they have no systems and processes in place to actually follow up. All the deals you want to do are just in your cell phone right now. The problem is, again, most people are calling to say, are you thinking about buying, selling, or investing? You're not giving any value. Right. So um, in a roundabout way, I think the the, the, the the number one thing I wish I did earlier was grab an assistant, right? Out, like. out I know that for some people are like, man, it co- like I, I put a re on my credit card, the cost of it. Like, I don't have the. You got to figure it out. Yeah. You got to get to a place because you shouldn't be printing MLS listings. You shouldn't be putting up for sale signs. You shouldn't be putting up lock boxes. You shouldn't be editing videos. None of that stuff. You shouldn't. Like, personally, I you don't even need to go into your database. You just need to voice note to your assistant. Hey, I just met David at a party. Please put him into the database and put up a follow-up to call him to welcome to my family.
0: Right. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting way of looking at it. Now, let's, let's talk about the content side here because this is, um, this is kind of like the, the target right yeah. now. You know what I mean? I, I'm talking to the right guy. Um, we're seeing more and more realtors starting their own podcasts. Not all of them, but yep. we're starting to see yep. more and more because that's what this generation is all about. What makes a podcast a good content tool for a realtor?
1: well i talked about a little earlier like the fact that you don't have to do the heavy lifting if you do it as a in in a q and a kind of format yep. where where you're asking questions to your guests i e those mortgage brokers and 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 you know economists your broker of record you can now you don't have to think too much you need to have your four to five different questions your points or questions whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it the other person the the guest does the heavy lifting and then the actual what you can do with that podcast after in my opinion it can only be done with long form content you can't take a minute video and really chop it up that much like there's Certain things you can do, you can add some graphics to it. Like you can actually do some images and you can, you can rip out the audio and, and do a blog. But, I mean, it's a one-minute video. How much can you really Correct. take out of that? Yeah. Out of a podcast, there's so much more. Here's the other thing. If you're trying to connect with the landscaper and a lawyer and other businesses, remember, other businesses, and let's just take Toronto because we're sitting here now, restaurant owners. Bakery owners, whatever it is, okay, they're possible clients. They'll either buy, they'll either sell, or they'll 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 invest as well. They just happen to own a business. If you call them asking them for their real estate business, it's a tougher sale. Like you have to again call them and say, "Would you use me as an agent?" But if you're a podcast host and you call David the pizza owner and say, "Hey, David, I just want to talk about like your journey, man," like. I know you're in Toronto. You've been here for 15 years. Can you talk a little bit about how the, the area has changed? A lot easier to Much get David. easier, yes. Right? And then, if people can start to look past, like, just, like, imagine this. David now is a little bit more invested in you as the agent because you didn't go at it with the tact of trying to sell him real estate. It was to give him value, to give him some awareness, to talk about his pizza shop, right? So now you can, at the end of it, you say, "Hey, David, are you okay if I just like keep you, like keep you, keep you uh, uh, in loop of all the marketing I'm going to be doing? Like, do you mind if I add you to my mailing list?" Yeah, awesome. If you don't mind, also, David, can you send this, share this with your friends and family? And David's gonna be like. 98% of the time, if yeah. he's a normal human being and he owns a business... <laughs> yeah, he, he's wants, gonna, he wants to. He wants to. Yes. So he's going to say, yeah, great, man. And now when he sends it to his friends and family and his his mailing list, you just got awareness for 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 your services, right? And here's another thing. Again, why I like to do video, especially me as Jazz Tacker, because I am a hard sell, meaning I'm not a traditional real estate agent. Like, you're, you're, the people who are listening right now, they can't see it. I wear a hoodie, a T-shirt. I, 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 I speak in slang sometimes. I'm waving my hands. I'm not everyone's jam. Like people look at me and they're like, "What? He's gonna educate me on creating wealth in real estate? Not having it. I actually love that because we're not wasting each other's time anymore. Right. Right. So if anybody walks into these doors in my office, and as a salesperson, you need to know this: that, 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 that you're. If you don't have some type of credibility through video, then what has to happen is that you have to build that credibility in the first 30 minutes of a conversation. Sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes you're really good and it takes you 10 minutes. Myself now, where I'm at, and majority of the other top content creators in the city, when people walk into the office, the, 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 the guy or gal that's walking in as a prospect is already sold on you. Right. Now it's just a matter of can you reverse engineer some type of property for them whatever they're looking into doing. And that's the magic of content creation in today's day and age, and podcasting is by far the most simple way to do it, and the cost is so minuscule. Like you're talking 25 bucks a month to put up a podcast every two weeks on like Libsyn or Anchor or Buzzsprout. There's a right. bunch of them. I went you know, I'm obsessed with content creation. There's three, two cameras on us. People are taking some stories in the back end there. And, and you don't need to get to there right after the start. It cost me actually $75 when I started a mic from Staples. And we turned it on and we plugged it into the computer, nothing fancy, and we started to shoot the breeze and educate people. And it's been by far, other than picking up the phone and calling people, but that's instilled in me. Like I just, you know, my, my father taught me to call, you know, ask for things at a very young age because he didn't speak the language. And so if I wanted a Big Mac from McDonald's, I had to go get the Big Mac. <laughs> he didn't ask for it. So I already had that in me. But other than phone calls, con- like podcasting, I've had mine now for a little over three years. It's been, it's been the biggest game changer for me
0: little off topic but i'm yeah. kind of curious you, you talked about one minute videos maybe not hitting the mark do you have a sweet spot of a time that you like to hit for your audio clips like is it is it three minutes because because sometimes you'll you'll have the audience and i know this from my experience i don't have time to listen to your hour i don't have listened to your 90 minutes i i just don't but i want to know what you have to say feed it to me in a blank amount of time What's your magic
1: time? I think, look, for me, it's under a minute. Okay. So sometimes, you know, my, my crew will laugh because um, we'll, we'll be at 50 That's set, hard to do though. 100% it is, yeah. Um, it definitely is, it just takes practice. Yep. If you look back to my first podcast long form and my short form content, like my minute videos, go back to three, I sucked. Like really, and, 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 and some people are like always afraid of their first few videos and like, I'm gonna suck. You should suck, you're starting yeah, out, yeah. right? For me, it's under a minute. And it could be like literally, I was just saying it like my team will laugh because we'll be at 50 seconds and there's generally a hand signal that comes from one of my <laughs> one of my videographers. Like, you got 10 seconds, yeah. and they're like, There's no way this guy's gonna wrap it up, but I wrap it up. Yeah. Right. So for me, it is under a minute. Um, I'm not like I've tried the 12 second stuff because I know some of the algorithms, TikTok and that like it. Like, yeah. I I just I'm I'm at a place now, I do nothing for the algorithm. Like I know I could have a lot more views, I could have a lot more followers if I played to the algorithm a little bit more, but it doesn't make me happy. Meaning, like, not that there's anything wrong with dancing for TikTok videos. Go nuts. That's just not jazz. No, maybe. Right? Not. <laughs> it's not you. So and 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 sometimes like the videos that are very trendy, no knock on anybody who does them. It's just I'm not that guy. Right. And so I like to go to a minute. It's my appetizer that's where to what you said earlier and you hit it is I'm allowing in that minute for people to get a taste of me to feed them to my one hour right because my podcasts are sometimes I mean we go 90 minutes we go two hours sometimes we go 45 minutes it all kind of depends on 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 what we're talking about and how I feel that day but it the the, the minute and less videos are just to feed people to to see if they want to go learn more that's it I also found, and this might be contradictory to what we've all been taught, I don't do a lot of call-to-action stuff in my video.
0: Really, eh? If you
1: look at a... I mean, my guys will tell you... Shouldn't, be,
0: that, shouldn't that be a tagline, in a sense? Yeah, so... or it's so, like, here's my information, yeah. and for more, yeah. boom. Yeah, so I personally
1: think no. Okay. Okay? I think that people are waiting for that. Meaning, if you can envision yourself watching a video and somebody educating you, you're almost like, we all got bullshit detectors built in. Think like you're, you're driving right now, and You're like, either this guy Jazz is full of shit, or I really like him. Yeah. Get you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we just have it built in. And so when you're watching these minute videos or whatever it is, it could be an hour long form content. You're thinking like, okay, when is he gonna sell me? He has to sell me. Sure. So what I did for three years, David. Like we're probably eleven thousand hours in in content now that I have in folders. Okay. I'm gonna say at 11,000 hours, I probably have done gimp call me for more information stuff, Sure. maybe collectively two hours. Wow. And the reason is, is because everyone's always waiting for that right hook for me, but I'm not giving it. Now, that's not to say don't do it. Right. I think I went to the extreme where I also know, like here, here's the other thing that I think most people do wrong with content. When they start a video, it's, hey, this is Jazz Takar. Don't waste that first three seconds, two seconds. Yep. They know it's Jazz or they know it's David. They're on your profile. Good point. Right? Or, hey, guys. No, you have like five seconds, maybe three seconds. And yeah, edit yourself. Like, what, what the hey, guys? You don't need to start with that. Just start with the content and give away the education. People will do their digital deep dive. Now, a lot of people I come across are like, dude, I didn't even know you're a real estate agent. I love that shit. Like, you don't think of me as a salesperson? That's awesome. Like, great. They come in here and they think they're just coming to 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 be educated more. But as a salesperson, you're listening right now, imagine you like people out there not looking at you as a salesperson. They're looking at you for advice yeah. and strategies and tips. That's what actually started this this machine about a decade ago. We weren't doing content from, the, from, the, from the, the digital perspective back then, but we we've shifted our business to becoming investor savvy advisors. And the reason is we were sitting with a couple and the couple at the end of the conversation for after an hour and a half said, oh my God, thank you so much for educating us. Can you put us in touch with a real estate agent now?
0: Interesting. And that's
1: when myself and my late partner looked at each other and we were like, ooh, are we ever onto something? Yeah right? They, yeah. they, they just thought we were consultants. They thought we were advisors. They almost looked at us and s- the older generation will get this. When you walk into a bank, we used to have like personal bankers. That doesn't really exist as no. much anymore, but that's what they saw us as. And that's when we said, you know what? Let's just shift all of our business towards invest in, in investors because then we'll get the peripheral business as well.
0: Interesting. Yeah. People get comfortable with you and
1: well, with investors too, David, what happens is, man, they tell you everything. They tell you, you know, the basic stuff, like what they think their home is worth. But then they start telling you exactly what's in their account. They, the, the husband's telling you the money that he's hiding from the wife, from one partner and the other part. that. Like, you get all of that. You get all of that. And then the, I think the best thing about working with investors is that they're multi-transactional. It's the best drug in the world, which is investing in real estate. Like once you get the hit on it, you want to do it over and over again. You're consistently trying to find more, more properties and more opportunities as an investor. And so, to the real estate agent right now, like I highly recommend get your head wrapped around the seven, eight different common. Ways to invest into real estate and start talking more about that, because then you don't have to chase listings and buys. They'll come to you because when you're sitting with David the investor, he'll say things to you like, "Okay, I guess I need to sell my home, so you'll take care of that." Okay, hey Jazz, my 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 cousin uh, Benji, he he he's thinking about buying a house. Can do, can you help with that? You know, my, my nephew, Nicky, is going to be, is gonna be um, listing his condo. Can you help with that? Like that's, you get all that peripheral business, but at the highest level, you're helping people create wealth. And again, we talked about the puzzle earlier, David. Here's where the pieces start to come together. With content creation and events and making phone calls, home sellers and home buyers only want that information when they're in the process. Like think about yourself, right? You're not a real estate agent. Nope. Okay. You only care about the three best ways to stage your home when you're thinking about selling. Otherwise, you're like, what? I don't give a shit. Like, why do I care? Right? Investors that want to. We all want to find ways to create wealth. We might say it in different ways. Like, I want to retire. I, 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 I don't want to. You know, I want more passive income. But every 95% of people want to create wealth. So the puzzle that starts to get put together is that when you're doing content, when you're doing events, when you're making phone calls, you're actually calling, doing events, and creating content around something that people want rather than the two, make sure you get a pre-approval, the two best ways to buy a home, which is great content. I do it as well, but it's probably 15% of my repertoire. 85% 85% of it, when I talk real estate, it's about investing. That's right. it. And then I got people who are coming to me wanting to create wealth.
0: Right, right. You touched on a couple of these things. My question is what tips would you give someone trying to improve their content production?
1: Yeah, like I really wish I could, you know, give something deeper than, than, than what I'm gonna give you, which is you have to just put in the reps. Right. You have to keep going. And I know this sounds cliche, but the more you do it, the better you will get at it. Okay. Especially video and audio as well. Like I jokingly said, like, you're, 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 you're not doing, you know, the heavy lifting. That doesn't mean that David's not doing any lifting as the host. True. you got to project your voice. You gotta, you gotta bring energy because the more energy you bring, you're smiling, you're nodding. It's making me as the guest feel like, okay, what he's saying, what I'm saying is resonating. If it is or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But at least you, you well, are I'm enjoying. Do...
0: I'm enjoying the conversation. So you gotta bring so, that to the yeah, table, absolutely. right?
1: You gotta bring that to the table. So the more that you do it, and this is what I was about to say about, like now I have the experience, not just for me. I, I, I do think that for the ninety-eight percent of stuff that I suck at. The 2% that I'm good at is sales and content creation. Right, People resonate with me. Not everybody, but people do. So I'm taking myself out of the equation. I have a media company that helps agents do this. So now I've, I have 70, 80 people that have come to three, through these doors in the last 14 months where I see the progression. I see the ones that quit, and then there is no progression because they quit. But the ones that kept doing it, they got a little bit better every single time, where I would want people to get to as quickly as possible with content creation is to realize that nobody's thinking about them as much as they think they're thinking about them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because what generally happens is, is, oh my God, what is my cousin's friend going to say? What is my ex-boyfriend, girlfriend from high school going to say? All I can say to you is that we're not in high school anymore. Like, we, 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 like, you're in a business, in real estate, that you have to create content. You just have to. If you're not, you are going to be left behind. And the best way to get better is to just keep doing it. Look, we didn't know how to drive when we started. Half of us, you know, as kids, didn't know how to brush our teeth. We do that now subconsciously. Like it just happens and you do 17, you're thinking about 17 others.
0: All about the reps. It's
1: all, it really is all about the reps. Like I wish I can, and my team maybe has to do this. Yas or someone has to find like my first appearance on someone else's podcast. And then we'll put that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you could tell. I didn't have the confidence as, as much as I have now. Now I'm playing, like I'm having fun. Yeah. And that only happened because comes across
0: more natural as well.
1: Does it? Yes. Well, it does. I appreciate that. But I've also been on two hundred and fifty-two people's podcasts in the last twenty-four months. Couple
0: right? of, couple of reps in
1: there. Couple eh? of reps in there, right? <laughs> and so and so. Look, I'm speaking at the end of this week. I'm speaking to six hundred investors in in person, nine hundred online. Okay, so fifteen hundred people in total. Unfortunately. Um, The first time I spoke, we had no cameras. I didn't have a team. I had nobody. Man, if you can envision a stage, David, I was at the back of the stage. Like at the back. Because I got something happened to me. I got so nervous. I'm at the back of the stage. Now I'm going to be going in. (laughs) I'm going to be going into this one. I got a lot more confidence because of the rep. So you got to just do and then you'll get better a, a little better over time. All you're trying to do is move the needle slightly. Yeah. You're not trying to compare yourself to David or myself because it's an insult to both of us as well as an insult to yourself as, as 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 somebody who's just starting out because you haven't done it yet. Just give it some time. Have some patience.
0: Sidebar. For the conference are you wearing a sweater? Or are you wearing a suit?
1: Oh no, I'll be in a sweater. Okay. 100%. <laughs> A hundred percent. Hey, you're true to
0: yourself I'm there. true. To, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, guaranteed. Um, I'm just thinking if, because uh, 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 it's, yeah, you know, at the time of this recording, we're at the you know, start of fall. I would do a t-shirt. Sure. It's just a matter of, it's in Niagara Falls, so I have a feeling it's going to be colder. Yeah, it could be. there will not be a suit. Yes. There will not be a suit. Because <laughs> I'll throw people I, off.
0: I, I, I have to, I have to yeah. test you there Oh, I appreciate second. that. So, Hello. Um, you've done over 200 podcasts, plus, plus, plus uh, to date. Without asking you to pick favorites. What are some of your biggest learnings from guests that you've hosted, uh, uh, you know, and, and and what could realtor listeners kind of benefit from, from hearing this?
1: I think, you know, and I, I, I've, I've been, um, blessed, um, to sit down with some of the top business leaders in the world, like not even in real estate, um, guys and gals that have multi, multi-billion dollar companies. I'm not dropping names, um, but you know, the likes of Robert Kiyotsaki, Gary V, Grant Cardone, Bob Proctor, the late great Bob Proctor, uh, Canadian, Torontonian, um, just an amazing philosopher, motivational kind of guy. Anyways, I think I think the number one lesson is, is Ready, fire, aim. Yeah. We get stuck in paralysis by analysis, right? Um, we, we, we've been told growing up, look before you leave. Yeah. Don't pull the trigger until it's all lined up, the, the, the target. Where what I learned from these guys and gals and what I practice on a regular basis is pull the trigger as many times as you possibly can and then adjust along the way. Now i've gotten I've gotten like some backlash on on content because people are like well you you gotta you gotta you know have some type of plan I'm like, yeah, that's why it says ready fire aim like I am saying aim, just do it after you fire yeah like pull the trigger, figure it out you'll get better at content you'll get better on the phone calls you'll get better at 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 building systems you'll you know, People don't want to hire someone because it's it's oh my god I got to take Way on and then he's another person and then he has to bring his he's gonna bring his 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 negativity some days and all but yeah you know what I get it but why don't you get started and maybe Way's not the right guy you got to bring in Yas and then maybe Yas is not the right guy you got to bring in Benji right like you gotta pull the trigger as many times as you possibly can and then adjust along the way and if you decide not to do that. My question to you would be, how has that worked out for you? Right. So I really, and I could do a better job at this with my short form of content because it's hard to get a, like it's hard to get context sometimes across in a minute video. Sure. I'm really only speaking to people that want more. Like, you know, I have two older brothers. My older brother, um, God bless this guy. He's he's been at Air Canada for, he's coming up to 15, 18 years. He's the happiest when he's at home, cutting his grass with a beer, maybe listening to a podcast. You, we bring a, across like a brand new idea of creating wealth. I'm not into it. Who am I to tell him that he's not ha- happy? Sure, he's found his 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 thing, right? But I'm talking to people right now that do want more, that if you want more, you have to push yourself outside your comfort zone because everything that you want is right outside your comfort zone. And for me, the quickest way to do that is get around people that are doing it. Immerse yourself. If you wanted to learn my language, Punjabi, the best thing to do is go to India, the northern, it's the northern province. Go there. Stay there for three months. You're going to learn how to speak the language. You're immersing yourself. And that's what I tell agents as well get to a place that they're doing what you want to do at a high level and then reverse engineer work backwards success will always leave clues right you just got to pick them up
0: it's been a lot of fun thanks for your time before we go i want to remind you that all aria members and their families have access to lifeworks a well-being solution that provides users with 24-7 access to counselors, specialists, and self-guided resources for dealing with all of life's moments. Visit aria.com forward slash LifeWorks for more information and to access the service. And finally, don't forget to check out realheart.ca to read the inspiring stories of realtors giving back to their communities and to share your story. That's Real Heart well, that wraps up another episode of the Real Estate Edition podcast. My name is David Bastel. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Visit aria.com slash podcast for more information, links, and a full list of our episodes to date. New episodes are out the second Tuesday of every month.